Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today, we're recording episode 41, which is an episode I'm recording shortly after my episode 40, because I just came back from Merida, Mexico, and of course, it's all fresh in my mind and I have to share it with you guys. So... On this episode, I'm not going to talk about the actual going and coming back. That was a, an adventure of its own, the voyage. But I'm going to actually talk about like my stay, what I what I thought about the the city, uh, my experience with being in Mexico for one month, the people I met, the good times that I've had, etc., etc., etc. So, I guess uh, to start off. I'm going to talk about the city as a whole, okay? Uh, the city as a whole is extremely charming. Um, cobblestone, cobblestone streets, big parks, beautiful architecture, old cathedrals and churches, uh, a very historical city, very old city. But it has a, definitely it has a charm, you know? And you walk on the streets of Merida and you have like, like residential and the residential area around the centro, which is the downtown. And, you know, you have renovated houses that are like vibrant with colors. You know, you walk, you see a blue house and then you walk a little bit more, you see a pink house and then you walk a little bit more, you see a yellow house. So like there's this explosion of colors walking in the street. But of course, in between those renovated house, you have some ghetto-ness, you have some broken down infrastructure, you know, we're still in Mexico at the end of the day, or, or or we're still in a, in a very old, old city at the end of the day. So we can't take that out of the equation. So yeah, so you'd walk, there's a super nice house renovated. And then right next to it, there's a broken down house, nobody's living in it, and it's for rent or, or, or for sale, you know, so you have that contrast. Um, the sidewalk I remember vividly is are not like like back home in Montreal where it's all like straight and and leveled. It's all it's 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 broken down. There's it goes up and down. It's not leveled, but that that's what adds to the charm. It's that it's that like Mexican ghetto ness vibe, and that's what I loved about it. Well, and when you walk on the street, you kind of have to watch where you're stepping because you might like break of your foot if you don't <laughs> watch and it happened to me a few times like i was just texting and then like whoop, i skip a step or i i, I almost strip so that's a, a thing another thing that i also remember vividly is the electricity wires they're not like as clean as as back home they're they're like some of them sometimes are hanging or or, or a little loose like uh like too close to the street level so i oftentimes had to like move to get out of the uh, of a of the way of a cable, you know, that was hanging. So uh, just in case it, it like got stuck on my, on my, on my, on my neck, for example, it would have choked me or something. So definitely some ghetto-ness to the city's infrastructure, but still the more, a very extremely charming city. And another thing about Merida that is, that is a, a highlight is that Merida is one of the, or I'm sorry, is the safest city in all of Mexico and, and uh, arguably in North America, if you look it up. Merida is, is second safest city in North America after Quebec, which is funny enough. Um, so, so if you're like a girl and you want to go there, uh, go to Mexico and spend some time, Merida is the place. Like I would walk at 3 a.m. at night and I'd see Mexican girls walk alone and I'd see sometimes, uh, uh, touristic girls walk alone. So, so like there's no fear. And at first I was scared to walk with my gold chain out. But at the end, like I was, I was like flexing it hard. Like I would not give a shit. Like there's no, 
worries like Yucatecans, the people that live in the province or state of Yucatan, which happened to be the state that includes Merida, uh, are extremely nice people overall, you know, um, and it's a safe, safe city. So that's one thing to take away. Uh, also, uh, walkable, very walkable city, you know, like uh, from my Airbnb, it was like about 20 minute walk to actual downtown, downtown, which I didn't mind too much. Um, but like, no matter where you are, like it's either a walkable or, or easily Uberable or taxiable, you know, like Uber, I would often, often take Uber and it's super cheap there. Like it's about 30, 40, 50, 60 pesos for like a 10, 15 minute drive, you know, and that, that would get you literally anywhere you want. And 50 pesos, 60 pesos is about three bucks more or less, you know? uh, three or five bucks, whatever. So, so that's one, another thing about Merida. It's accessible in, in one way, shape or form. Uh, another thing I can say is that it has a beach, a beach town called Progreso, which is 45 minutes away from, from uh, the city of Merida. And, and it's super practical because there's a bus that goes from downtown Merida to Progreso. Uh, and it costs like 25 pesos to go and 25 pesos to come back and you can buy your back and forth ticket like at, uh, at the at the beginning like on your way out so i would often go spend the day at the beach it's only 45 minutes spend like four, five hours at the beach come back in the afternoon for example uh late afternoon and have a great day you know so it's very close to the beach very nice and um that's that. Uh, what else can I talk about? Did I talk about the food? I don't know if I talked about the food, but I'm going to talk about it. Like, first of all, it's extremely affordable. Uh, for example, for like 100, 120 pesos, maybe 150, even let's say 200 pesos, that's about 12 bucks Canadian, 10 bucks American, probably even less. Uh, you can have a full, full meal. It could be full with a drink, you know? So that's a, that's, that's how cheap it is. And if you want to splurge, if you want to go to fancy restaurants, um, it'll, it'll go up to like, well, like maybe $30 Canadian. And that's like, you're getting a five-star meal with an appetizer and a drink and a dessert probably. And a glass of wine, you know, for 30 bucks or like 40 bucks tops, 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 tops. So, um, you get, so food is, is not expensive and, and the food, the Yucatecan food is good. You know, they cook a lot with pulled pork, uh, pork, uh, in cooked in different ways. There's beans, obviously you're in Mexico, uh, tacos, a lot of corn. Um, there's some meals that have eggs in them. Um, what else? Rice, uh, and like salsas, a bunch of sauces, avocado. So, uh, so yeah, you get like those recurring ingredients. You can you can find them in, in many many of those meals, Yucatecan meals. But Mexican food is known worldwide, and it's pretty good. So so I don't think there's a worry there. Uh, so food is talked about, location is talked about. Like um, also, uh, I talk about cheap food, but I, there's also like other services that I really enjoyed in, in Merida. Where like for example, when my clothes got dirty, and said I didn't have a washing. A washer or dryer in my airbnb so i would go to the lavanderia the place where you clean you can bring your clothes and get them clean and for a big bag of clothes well technically all my clothes it would cost me like 70 pesos which is about like five bucks again four bucks to clean and they would get be ready folded dried clean the next day in 24 hours so i would go pay the girl come back pick up my clothes and we'd build a relation, we built a relationship like that. So I did that like three times in my four weeks because I didn't bring a lot of clothes. Um, 
I was traveling with a backpack. So, so it's small things like that, that, oh my God, I wish I had here back home. We have them, but they're worth like to do that kind of service costs like 30 bucks to get your clean, uh, clothes cleaned, you know? So it's, it's not the same. So I really enjoyed that. Um, now what else can I talk about? I can talk about my Airbnb. Um, I, I was in a, in a, in a, in a basically a Mexican house. Um, and it was split in three, three different rooms. Okay. So I had the biggest room with a kitchen, living room and a bedroom. So it was like a three and a half, but like super spacious. So that's the unit I had. And I paid about a thousand dollars more or less for the whole month. So to me, it's very affordable, but to a Mexican standard, it's probably expensive. And, uh, in the complex, there was two other like little studios, like small, like one room with the kitchen and a bathroom. Um, Two other guys were living there. There was two of them. So two Americans, one named Chris and one named Sean. I made friends with them. We hung out. We spoke a lot. It was, they were great guys, but they have been in Mexico for much longer than I have. And they've been working remotely. So that's the life they live. Like it's really cool. Uh, and, um, like Sean is, uh, one of the guys is, uh, has traveled, has been in Mexico for the past two years and he had, he has been all over Mexico and he told me, all about like the places he's been and he recommended me places I should go visit uh, on my next trip. So, so that's, that's a thing. Um, Chris, on the other hand, uh, uh, like he worked a lot, so I didn't get to talk to him that much, but I did like, I, I befriended him and he was a great guy. Uh, and he works in consulting just like me. So definitely fun, but he had less Mexican experience, I think. So he had less to say about the rest of Mexico. Uh, in comparison to Sean. So those guys were great friends to make, great neighbors to have. Uh, and we had like a common uh, garden, like backyard area where we would be able to sit and talk and have a beer at night. So it was great times. So that's my Airbnb, a very nice place. Um, what else can I say? So I talked about the city, I talked about Airbnb, I talked about I like the beach, what's close to the food. Uh, I guess it's the right time to talk about uh, the people I met there. So let's start with that. I mean, because this is like one big part of how, why I enjoyed Merida and my one month trip that much is, is the people I met there. And uh, among them, and I guess most importantly, is a girl called Chavan, which I met through Bumble uh, uh, in Merida. I met her through Bumble. She's an American girl. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, someone that speaks English, you know, that'll help a bit because <laughs> my Spanish is still really bad. So, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, we went on a first date, if you want to call it. And, um, uh, we went to like a bar, a very nice bar that specializes in mezcal, which is like a, a, a tequila that is on steroids. It's like a, uh, liquor made in Mexico, like a special Mexican alcohol, pretty much mezcal. And we basically started drinking, drinking, drinking. And I hadn't eaten a lot that day. So I got pretty tipsy quick, pretty drunk quick. And, and it was a pretty fun night overall. Great gal, super fun. And like, we kept in touch, obviously. And, um, like we, we basically became friends. And, um, so we, uh, so we, we hung out a lot. Uh, she lived, she's, she lives there, uh, in Merida for the past two years. They basically, her and her family moved there through the pandemic for many reasons, but anyhow, so she's, she's been there for a while. So she knows the city pretty good and, and, um, extremely generous person, Siobhan, like, like always, always a great host and like super generous. Um, so that's that, that I really enjoyed her. 
great it's a very intelligent person as well so like like conversation was flowing always great conversation with this person so she was definitely a blessing and uh luckily enough she introduced me to her, some of her friends like uh she she knew a guy named peter another canadian and um he was good times too a very funny guy so i got to meet him and she also introduced me to her mexican friend andrea a yucatecan originally like she was born and raised in, in merida uh, or in the outskirts of merida so so i got to know her and her english was perfect so it was good times and then like that we'd go out all together that click and sometimes just me and Siobhan or whatever and the thing about Siobhan is that she definitely has a like a culinary edge over me right she has a better taste and she 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 likes to, to I guess splurge and spoil herself you know she she knows how to treat herself unlike me me I can settle for like ghetto taco places or like like just like street food you know I can live on that I like that I like that a lot I feel like I I, I submerging myself in the culture when I do that but she she was a great find. She was a blessing to me because she was able to like influence me to to try an, another side of of, of Merida, a more fancier side, a, a, a you know like a five star side. So she'd take me to nice bars. Uh, she'd take, she'd she'd offer me to go to nice restaurants. She'd be like, "Hey, would you like to try this place? Super nice." Uh, and I'd be like, "Sure, let's go uh, meet you there at seven, You know so. We do that quite a bit, and I got to experience so many nice places, rooftop bars and restaurants, nice like uh, nice places that are super charming with like a little, like they don't look like nothing from the outside, but then you go inside, they have like a wall of art and light shows and entertainment, like a live band. Like she, thanks to Siobhan, like I was able to really, really see a lot in Merida, which I enjoyed uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. So that's that. What else? Um, what else can I say? Even at the end, like on my last day, uh, she threw me, Shavan threw me a party with her friends. Well, everybody that I met and my Airbnb colleagues, she like got beer and food and, and like snacks, chips, dips, everything. And she, she got them delivered straight to my place. And she threw a little fiesta where we just sat down and talked and put music. But like, it was just great times. That was my last night in Merida. So it was a great, like, get, go away party. And uh, I definitely, like, definitely made good friends there, I would say. And uh, it's crazy how, like, in one month you can, you can find great people like that. So I definitely enjoyed that. And that's technically what made my trip, like, so, so much of a highlight too, you know? It would have been way different if I was more, more lonely uh, throughout the trip. So that's that. Um, I don't know if there's anything I can add. I talked about the city. I talked about the food. I talked about the people I met. I talked about my Airbnb. I talked about transportation, the ease of access. Um, I Did I talk about me working? Because my first two weeks was vacation. So I, I just did whatever. And the last, I did whatever I wanted, basically. And the last two weeks, I was not on vacation. I was working. So, the, again, like, uh, the Wi-Fi was great. Um, so I was able to work. And people didn't even notice I was in Mexico, you know. So I was able to work from there. And that gave me confidence that I'll be able to do that in the future. So, so you know, I'm going to, my plan is to, to come back to Mexico and explore other cities and be able to work from there, while all the while exploring new cities. So that's kind of my end goal here. Um, there's another thing I wanted to say. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, uh. Fuck, I forget. Well, yeah. So that's Merida. Um, 
so yeah the only complaint i had is the heat super humid super hot it was like it rained only once in my whole trip uh and when it, when it rained it rained hard and i did some research after or or siobhan made me realize that the month of may is the hottest month of the year pretty much <laughs> so i i was like somewhat unlucky but at the same time it didn't rain and in the month of june it's raining like almost every day apparently so so i got really lucky but the weather is always relatively good like super good very hot though um and you need to wait for your body to acclimate at first i was like sweating bricks and then towards the end of my trip i was getting used to it so so that's a thing um so that's that um another thing i can say is water uh, you can't drink water from the fountain like we do back home because the water is super like potable clean and and treated here in canada montreal but in mexico you kind of have to buy water uh from the store and it's cheap you know it's like 10 liters is about 30 pesos which is like a few dollars and that lasts you for a whole week or if you want to buy the big jug gallon i think it's 30 liters that'll last you at least two weeks or even three and that's about the same price it's about 40 pesos maybe so definitely many ways to to survive <laughs> easy ways to survive uh fun fact too uh, in merida or in the yucatan the the pepsi or coke consumption is is uh is is ridiculous like they drink a lot of coke which is not a good thing but that's a thing there's like a pandemic of coke consumption <laughs> so um so yeah that's just a parenthesis side note but um so yeah uh i think i went over most of of what i wanted to say i feel like i'm obviously missing stuff but it's okay i'm gonna have to learn to live with that uh, but I guess I'm going to conclude with, I highly recommend this city. Uh, if you're, if you just want to explore a new town, a city, or if you want to go a romantic place with your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever, if you are, let's say retired, or if you're older and you want to have a nice relaxing time, definitely again, great city to, it's, it's, it's a, it's a city for everybody really, you know, and it's just, I had the best time of my life. Pretty much. I had a great time and I can't wait to explore more cities. And I hope, I hope I meet other people like I met on this time around, but uh, we'll see what life has in store for us. So that's it. That's all. That's Merida. Uh, I hope I sold it and I hope you all go visit. And if you do, holla at me because I'll be able to give you some tips and tricks and maybe I can give you, put you in contact with the awesome people. So that's it. That's all. I'll catch you on the next one. I don't know when that will be, but uh, it'll be soon enough. All right. Take it easy. Peace.